0: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.
1: I sacrificed my first wife for this. I did that. I messed it up because I chose to do this. And because. My first wife didn't see the vision. I chose to still go my route and not put my family first. So I go, all this stuff I sacrificed
2: for this, it's got to work, man. What's going on, DJ family? Welcome to another episode of We Create the Vibes podcast, where we interview dope DJs who are out there creating vibes everywhere they go. Today's guest is Praise 104.1 and Magic 102.1's own <laughs> DJ Soul, what's going on, brother? How you feeling?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm I'm feeling real good, man. Glad to be here,
2: man. I'm glad to have you, man. I, I you know I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule, man, to sit down with me, man. Yes, sir.
1: Hey, man. You made the you made the request. I said I gotta be there, man. Gotta gotta do it.
2: Absolutely, I appreciate that. So let's get into it, man. How did you start DJing, man? Talk about your journey.
1: All right, let's talk about it. So I grew up as a preacher's kid. My mom and dad played music all day. I loved the music that they were playing, but um, as a young young Christian, I said this this music is not hitting me. I get <laughs> I get my my parents feeling it, but I need a little boom back or some eight oh eight something on it. And so I tried it. Um, I think I probably was about. 13, 14 years old, I tried something, tried scratching their records on their record player. Okay. And, you know, yeah, the parents were wasn't happy with me messing up with records like that. And so um once I got older, um I still had the passion for music. I love music, man. Um I saw one of my, I'm a plumber by trade. Okay. Um, and I saw one of my colleagues DJing at a carnival, a big carnival. Mm. and I know he's a plumber just like me. And I'm like, brother, how do you get on the stage doing a big carnival and you're a plumber like me? He said, man, get the records, get the equipment and go for it. And that's what I did. And I chose a market that I knew, which was gospel. And at that time, I'm going to say it was about 1995,
3: 96. It was unheard of.
1: Okay was tabooish to mix gospel to put a hip-hop beat with gospel it was unheard of but I was wanting to try it I felt like the young people was gonna fall in love with it and and that's how I got involved I hope I, I hope I answered your question
3: Oh no, you
2: did man no and speaking of gospel and you said earlier that you weren't really feeling the music that your parents were playing mm-hmm. so what was the transition? Like what actually got you into, like, what was the artist? What was the song that really, you know, made you switch up and hey, I'm going to, I'm going to gospel, but you know, I'm going to add, I'm going to add those hip hop beats behind it. I'm a, you know, I'm gonna blend it up like you're doing now and killing it. too. So what made you, you know, what made you head into that lane?
1: Um, So my dad was an Andre Crouch type of guy whining and sold commission. And so when I heard the songs, the, the songs touched my heart, okay, but it didn't move my feet. Mm. <laughs> so I said, how do I flip this where I touch the heart and move the feet at the same time? And so I said, I like the beats of the urban industry. I okay. love it. And most of the beats come from Christian producers, which most people don't know, like the yep. dog Childs and all of that. Yep. And I'm like, man, if I take those beats that they're using on the urban side and mix them here, man, this is going to be phenomenal. And at the time, folks shunned me. They said I wasn't saved. They said I didn't love the Lord. Mm-hmm. So I kept going. And there was one guy, his name was Craig Brower, and he's my partner. Um, he fell in love with it. And uh, we got together, came up with a name, and we started doing this, man and been holding on ever since
2: nice man now you said another thing that really touched me and uh yeah you know djing on a gospel circuit you 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 said something that really stood out to me man
1: yes sir
2: you said you were you know blending up the hip-hop beats over the gospel music and people were saying this man must not really love the lord why is it that big disconnect when it comes to i say it's mainly I see with you know old, older gospel listeners or lovers, when it comes to blending or mas- meshing or just you know make, making gospel sound you know a little upbeat, up to date. I feel like the older older gospel lovers they hate that they don't love it. They don't love the you know the the transition. You no, know, talk me
1: about that, man. So what I think thinking was it was a scripted that you know, that was embedded in all of our, you know, I come from an apostolic background. And so it was real strict, real hard. And so there was a scripture that says, come out from among them and be separate.
3: Mm -hmm. I was like,
1: oh, okay. So, and, and the way they broke it down is whatever the world doing, you don't do. We separate. You don't do what the world doing. And so that's why at the time, the the season saints wasn't feeling what what i thought i was trying to bring to the table because they felt like it sounded like the world
2: mm, okay
1: where where the message the message changed from the beat now i'm telling folks to get saved but it's it's with a hip hop beat on it or something and i think what happened is they didn't want us to know that they were listening to them songs so they knew what the real song <laughs> was.
3: Right. Like, I really
1: don't put that beat with that. Ah, so I get it. I, I totally get it. But times are changing. I, I remember they gave Kurt Franklin a hard way to go when he first
3: started. Yeah. And
1: now this man sells out shows. They love him. And I, it, it had to grow up on, and grow on him. So that's, that's what I believe, but that's what it was. That scripture was embedded in a lot of the Christian um, household was come out from among them and be, Mm. and that's what folks felt like, you know, if you're saved and sanctified, sanctified means set apart. Yep. So that's how they were so, um, you know, adamant and, and strong about, this is not what the Lord is asking us to do. But in my heart, I felt like the Lord gave me this gift to do this and I wanted to do it to my best. Mm -hmm.
2: Absolutely. So talk to me about your first DJ gig and also how did you prepare, you know, for your first DJ gig for that first DJ set that you, you know, you did in your life, you know, what went into that preparation, man?
1: All right. So once again, I was making mixtapes, giving them out, handing right. them out. Um, there was a station in Baltimore called Spirit 1400, and um, they happened to be at a skating rink in Baltimore, and I figured right, I I got to get this in somebody's hand, and I'm I'm getting to you your question, but I got to lead it into.
3: Oh, so I good, have man.
1: I had the CD, I put it on the station vehicle, on the windshield wiper, you know, and left it. And I said, all right, Lord, I left it. Whatever happens, come out of it. Then that's what happened. So a, a young lady named Ruth Sumner was driving the vehicle. She got the CD, put it in the the um, station vehicle CD player and was playing it. Next thing you know, wow. I get a phone call from her. And she said, listen, I got a Christian club for you. I, it wasn't even a club. It was a prom. And she says, and the fee is, and at that time she said $250. i am like, I ain't never got paid for this. Okay. right.
3: <laughs> Man,
1: trust me. I got regular house speakers. This was before we got into QSCs and, and yeah. whatever. I, mm. I had these little house speakers. They were leaning. And I'm putting it in my homeboy's car, and we driving to no. the. Block. And um, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't prepare. I just felt like I was doing something different that nobody was doing anyway. So this would be their first time hearing it coming from me. Mm, and okay. so, yeah, so I did it. And the people, I felt like they loved it. And from there, it just it just kind of grew from there.
2: Nice. So you saying you didn't prepare? So, you you didn't go through any any uh, crates or anything like mm, I'm gonna play this record or I know they're gonna like this. It was just I got this. Like I'm gonna give y'all what how I'm feeling.
1: Uh, I, at that time, yes, and, no and, and just to kind of just to kind of give you a little bit of history, I am a musician, piano player, and so I've been playing minister music for churches for a long time, longer than my DJ so okay. kind of knew what the churches were listening to in the church mm, because nice, was a so all I did was play with I know they sing in the church put my beats behind it so they can dance to it and at that time it worked because it was new it was fresh they never heard their praise and worship song mixed with a hip-hop beat
2: mm. yeah nah I mean, super dope. When I first started hearing your mixes, I'm like, this this is, and I'm, you know, I'm late to the party, but uh, I was like, man, this is, this is something different, man. Even when I was hearing like some of the, you was putting like gospel, bounce, bounce beats on uh gospel records. I'm like, man, this guy, yes, knows man. What he, this guy knows what he's doing.
1: <laughs> All praise, man. I could sometimes, I feel, I, sometimes I feel like I don't. I'm nah, a you know what you, um. Yeah.
2: You like when you when I'm listening, because I'm not I wasn't that big into gospel, but I'm telling you, when you put them beats behind, it, it causes a different type of energy. Yeah, sir. You feel like you were lis- listening to the you know the original song with the beat, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sometimes, yeah, you know. Yes, yeah. yeah, sir. So that's yeah, no, dope. No. Now, now speaking of radio, your radio DJ, you don't just DJ on one radio station. You know, two two radio stations, probably even more coming in the future. Talk to me about the grind. How did you get on radio? I mean, you did mention that you slid a tape, the old radio um, radio station vans, which is dope. That's like old marketing one-on-one. Yeah, That's yeah. something I even tried when I first moved to New York, giving, okay. giving the make tapes out, so I love that. Yes, sir. How did you get on radio, man? What was the process?
1: So after that, after I put that CD on the, on the station and got the call, um, and I told you I'm a plumber by trade. Okay. And I'm doing plumbing. And I talked to the young lady named Ruth Sumner and she was in promotions, the promotion department. And so I said, I would really love to come and work for you all. She says, I have a position in promotion and it's non-paying. I went to my supervisor in the plumbing department and I said, listen, man, I think I'm gonna let this go and I'm, I'm going in the radio. He said, you know, you make about 30 something dollars and by the time you finish we'll be doing about 50, 60 dollars an
3: hour Mm.
1: I said I "I feel a call Um, and I wish I would have told my wife this (laughs) my My first wife this at the time because she was feeling it because I went from making this good money Mm. to volunteering at the station because I felt like if I keep going The sky's the limit. God's going to blow my mind. That's how I felt. But, you know, trying to get people to see your vision at that early stage. So I went into promotion and while I'm in promotion, I'm still handing out CDs. Now, (laughs) at that time, um, artists used to come in the station a lot. And so we're talking about um, who is it? Who is it? Ah, shucks. Please forgive me. (sighs) The Run DMC's DJ. Mm,
3: so okay. was, um, I, yeah, his. How
1: the hell how I forget his name? I know. Please forget.
2: <laughs> Not JMS DJ. Yeah,
1: that's it. JMS, JMS, okay.
2: okay, yeah. I'm about to
1: say that how did I was, forget yeah, his name? <laughs> it, it crossed my mind. But he came. I gave it to him. A young lady named Kate mm. Swift. Before she passed. I yeah, Kate
2: Swift. Me. Yeah, God bless her. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So all of these people, I'm yeah. giving them my CDs, and they loving it. Reggie Red. All uh-huh. of these guys they loving what I'm doing. And they're trying to figure out how we can connect. And we're trying to connect. And for whatever reason, um, at that moment, you know, whatever, we, I understand how God works. So that's how I got to the station. I started in promotion. And I started handing out CDs. And this is how I got put on. There's a guy named Jeff Majors. And he had a song called Wait in the Water. I remixed his weight in the water, not knowing that his marketing person was going to hear my CD with his weight in the water. What the guy did, he put that weight in the water on a magic station, not even on the gospel station. Mm, He put it on the magic station. That's tough. Mr. Majors heard it, called me, said, "Um, who told you to do that? (laughs) I said, I'm just a DJ. He said, come see me. At that time, him and Miss Hughes were united.
2: Oh, okay, okay. The the Hughes. Yes. Yes, okay. Nice, nice.
1: When I I met with him, I didn't know all of this stuff was new to me. And so he was like, recreate what you did. And he gave me a piano. (laughs) I said,
2: okay, the ultimate test.
1: (laughs) I said, I did this with records, I didn't do this with a keyboard. <laughs> and so, um, so what happened was, I took a baby face, I took a baby face record, um, there oh. she Go
3: mm, um, Okay, and
1: I it with the weight in the water, dope remix. They loved it, but because I didn't get clearance, the guy who put it on Mag, the Magic Station in Baltimore, he he didn't want to get you know penalized
2: for get yep, sued. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm trying to think of all the right terminology. Nah, it's, it's
3: all good, brother.
1: <laughs> so uh, so from there, Mr. Majors kept me under his wing. Mm. And I learned so much from Mr. Majors and Ms. Hughes while I was with them. Um, and, and even though it did not quite work with Ms. Hughes and Jeff, Ms. Hughes kept me still a part of her team. Mm,
2: yeah. dope story, man. So speaking of DJing, radio, you know, I'm constantly checking your IG, and I yeah, see sir. you're a touring DJ, which is very dope. You got to give me the do's and don'ts. What are the do's and don'ts of a touring DJ?
1: Um, The don'ts. I'll give you the don'ts first. Okay. Whoever you're DJing for, don't play their songs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Even if you have the list of songs that they plan on doing, okay, don't play their songs. Because what while working with Mr. Majors at the time, he was torn. And I understand that at any given time he could change that list. Mm, but if true. I play if I play his song, it, it cuts his list short. He he sees the people, he wanna go a different direction, but I already played it. And he like, I can't do it now because you played it. Don't play my record.
3: <laughs> that's true. So,
1: yeah, so that's a don't. Don't play the record. Um, be early. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. When you said prepare, I normally go off the energy of the people. Okay. But I'm learning now how to make the grace beforehand. But most of the time, I don't know what the crowd's gonna be. Before mm,
2: I, wow. That makes sense. So, I,
1: so once I get there, not all records work. Not all records work. You know, in in that in that field, I just did a Fred Hammond's um, con concert. Mm, the legend, the, the hot record that I thought was gonna kill it. Oh nope.
2: What record was that? What record did you touch? In the I touched.
1: I touched the Norman Hutchins. With my name on it.
2: Okay, okay, and they weren't feeling
1: that. I put the beat behind it. Oh, I looked around. I'm like, yeah. what? She. <laughs> okay, I, I hope y'all don't mind me being 100. I'm gonna be 100. I'm not gonna fake it, man. It was. I was sweating bullets, and yeah. I, and I really wanted to, like, kill it, kill it, because it was for Live Nation. And, like I said, okay. And him, It was at MGM. I'm like, this is, yes, this is where I'm striving. Let me do what I, but you know, sometimes God said no. And you just got to roll with the punches.
2: What's going on DJ family, DJ Reese here. Every Monday at 9am, I'm dropping a new podcast episode where I'm highlighting some of the dopest DJs out there that are creating vibes at all the venues that they're DJing at. If you want to hear these stories, Level up in your DJing. If you're a new beginner DJ, you need new tips, you want to hear the inspiration from the DJs who started out new that are taking their DJing game to the next level, well, you got to check out WeCreateTheVibes.com. Every Monday, 9 a.m., new stories, new episodes from the dopest DJs out there killing it in the game right now. Hosted by DJ Reese. Again, check out WeCreateTheVibes.com. Doing events, DJing. Ever since COVID hit, I feel like the crowds, like they kind of, they've been very weird. Even like, you know, I'll do weddings and like, I'm like, y'all not really trying to turn up and have fun and like, this is, this is a night of you know, ceremony and matrimony. Like, we're not trying to have the best time of our lives. Like, what are we doing here? You know, some of these crowds are are, are very. Ever since the pandemic, man, (laughs) they don't know how to act. They don't know how to interact. (laughs)
1: I'm gonna be honest with you. I felt like I lost my spark
2: mm. after
1: COVID. Yeah,
2: I, 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 like I, I, I feel like that,
1: I, that too. I felt like I lost it. And I, I'm trying to be around my friends. And I'm like, y'all got to give me some energy because I I, I I haven't been in people's faces. And I'm not going to lie. I don't know how it is for you. But for me, I vibe off your energy. Yeah. The people's energy. So if the people aren't moving, I feel like it's me. And I get I'm hard on myself, so I, I apologize if I'm too transparent. But I'm I'm just hard on myself, and um, you know. And I understand there are folks um who who are great like yourself and and DJ Tony Tone, the I Rock Jesus. These guys are excellent DJs, and I try my best to connect with them to make sure I stay rooted and I stay grounded. And, and I understand how the shift is working. And when I have my low points, I can call my brothers or my sisters and ask them to be, you know, a listening board or, or, or my, my help, my support. Because some days I have my off days, brother. And even though I'm on these radio stations and people go, you're on radio, brother, I still go through.
2: Absolutely. You're human, man. Like, yes, yeah, I, I think a lot of people don't understand, you know, there there are pressures to DJing. We're not just, you know, playing music for fun or, you know, playing stuff that we want to hear internally. Like we're we're entertaining. We're, we're here to make people have a good time. And sometimes some people are not there to have a good time. You know, you can play their favorite song at the right moment and they're still not gonna do nothing. Like yeah. that's just the reality of it. You know, it's crazy. I feel hundred like percent everything you said. Like I'm very hard on myself too. I don't even show it, but like, yeah, I, I'm I'm a private person, a lone person. So yeah, I'll go through those moments where I'll, I'll chew myself out after a gig, or even yeah. I play something I thought was gonna go. I'll chew myself out at the gig, but no one. I'll have the internal battle where no one even knows I'm having this discussion with myself, which sounds so oh. crazy. But yeah,
1: <laughs> no, 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 listen. I, well, I wish I was like that. Everybody knows. And they be looking like, listen, they don't know what you're doing. They don't know you're going through. Stop yeah. <laughs> like, it. I feel like I'm bombing here because nobody's moving.
3: Right, and, right. You
1: know, if this was if this was an R&B crowd, it probably would have worked. But this, the gospel people sometimes can be hard,
2: brother.
1: And yeah, it, difficult. I love, I love difficult. And I love the challenge. I'm not, you know, I love the challenge. There have been times that I've talked to some of my support system and I said, I wanna, I'm gonna give up. I don't I don't mm, think okay. I go I don't think this is it for me. I think it's for somebody else. I I think I'm done. And they tell me don't give up. You just started. And I'm like wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 stuff like that helps me keep going. Cause there are times I go, I wanna be done.
2: Yeah, trust me. I I know I know you're feeling with like that. I, I trust me because I'm open format, but at one point, you know, not to say I wanted to be a particular genre. There were just, you know, a few genres I wanted to touch, and then I had to realize, you know, sometimes, you know maybe you're just not the right person for certain things. And I had to personally even realize that myself, especially even with my radio journey. Like I, mm-hmm. I've been in radio since I was 20, but I had to realize, you know, like what I tr- want to bring to radio is probably not accepted by radio. So I got to do it a different format, but yeah, man.
1: It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm learning, Listen, as long as I've been in there, in radio, I think I've been in radio since 2001. Mm-hmm. I have seen a lot. And I've seen a lot of things change, especially with the DJs. Yeah, You know, I when, I first, when I first joined radio, there was no thing as payola. Yep. And now that I'm in it, you know, 20-some-odd years later, it's now payola and, and all that stuff that y'all could do back then, you cannot do now. So there are songs that I wish I could play, you know? But and 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 I do have a supervisor that's um, he's a little bit relaxed with me, and I appreciate it. Both both of them, both, okay. both the magic and both the um, you know, they still abide by the rules, and so do I, you know. But they're not as hard on me as I know they could. I've been in this industry too long, and I've seen it. They have all rights. If they felt like, hey, that song, no, <laughs> you know, I, <laughs> I have, I have, I have played drops in the middle of songs being played, and I know it's a no no, and they, they could call like, hey, what was that? <laughs> like, but they're, they're a little easy on me, and I appreciate having good supervisors in at the stations. Yeah.
2: Now that's yeah. dope, man. know you, you definitely you earned that, man. All yes, right. You earned yes, that, brother. All right, so. Give me some reasons why a client should hire a DJ at an event, man. Some people think they can just throw the iPod on there, put Spotify, but they need a DJ. Give me reasons Absolutely. why they should hire a DJ.
1: Absolutely. Um, that's a great question. I I believe they should hire a DJ, a live DJ, is because I think I shared it before. You get to read the crowd. You can see what's working, what's not. If you play an iPod stopping uh, and, you, and you get to talk, speak on the mic. And it's mm-hmm. just interactions that the iPod just cannot do. You know, just, just press and play on a, on a, on a boombox just doesn't work. When yeah, a live person is there, you you get that energy. You get in the blends. You get in the blends. Oh, my goodness. You get to create. A uh, DJ just get to create blends and create an atmosphere that just press and play just won't do. And so um I I think that's the purpose or that's the reason why I would I would hire DJ, a live DJ, for that interaction and for them to read my crowd and know what to play and bind this thing out and let's party.
2: Man, perfect, perfect answer, my brother. Yes, sir. Now, do DJs really need DJ insurance man
1: I say yes and but the way it works now is you can get the one day in one day insurance yep. and it covers you um but yes most definitely because something could happen you know we prepared for the what ifs and 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 before i was a guy quasi as a cap i never <laughs> liked insurance but
2: Me either. (laughs) I'm not even going to (laughs) lie.
1: But now now you're coming across venues that requires us to have it. Yep. So I say, get it. It it may cost you $100, $200 for that day. By all means, do it. Just put it in your price. (laughs) Absolutely. So, yes, I say it's important just in case something do happen, You're covered. You don't have to come out of pocket they do. You know? Thanks. Yes, sir.
2: So you're doing, man, so many gigs out there. Talk to me about the importance of a sound check. And was that something you were doing when you first started? Or is that something you, you know, as the gigs piled up, you're like, yo, I need to, need to, I need to get a sound check in to make sure my sounds, you know, sounds right. So talk to me about that,
1: man. Well, I shared it before. When I first started, I had to speak at that lead and okay. they were house speakers. I didn't understand sound. All my speakers was on the floor.
3: Okay. Mm. I
1: did, yeah, I did not understand sound. It wasn't until I had my mentor, Jeff, teach me about sound with his show. I'm like, okay. So when I started doing my DJing um, heavy, I hired a sound guy. Mm. And when I hired my sound guy, my sound guy, should know what decibels we need in order to make sure that this room feels good. Now, I do my my sound guy and I do disagree on a few things. Okay. My phone guy may be going deaf. <laughs> 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 so I'm like, oh my goodness, he's he's a little older, but but I, I take him everywhere I go. Um my agent, you know, feels like we can do it ourselves, but he's so I I got to get to your point. Sound check is important. Okay. because if Sound is not right. It could cause the party to not be right. Yes. The it's... sound too low, they can't feel it, they can't hear it. Ah, I, I I don't like this party's whack. And so sound check allows these things to go right. The mic is not going um giving the feedback, all of that. So it's important that your sound is right when the people are coming. It feels good to them. So, yes, so that's important. Now I'm gonna go back to the to my sound guy. I keep my sound guy because my sound guy is a DJ as well.
3: Mm, and,
1: so you got those DJ, ears. Yes. So, but he's getting deaf. Um, but he, <laughs> he's a, he's a DJ as well. And what happens is he holds me accountable. I need accountability. I need for him to hey brother, you know, he he shares his thoughts with me. Ah, okay. uh, you you didn't stay in the genre too long. You got out of the genre too fast.
2: Mm-hmm. I like that.
1: So I receive this information from him, and that's what makes me better. I try to put people on my team that's better than me. Or oh, I believe is better than I am because I want to continue to learn. There's so much out here to learn. So I listen to all of you all. I listen to you brother. Trust wow,
2: I appreciate me. that yeah. brother. I'm all, I'm on all I'm all over your page. So you are <laughs>
1: listen, Trust me when, when you were on the station and and there was a, I was listening.
2: Oh, I appreciate I, I, that brother.
1: And anything else you posted I'm listening because I want to I want to know what everyone's doing. How can I get it? What can what what i can learn from it what i can take from it and i'm not trying to be like per se you but i want to add my flavor to from what i learned from you
2: oh absolutely yes when i first started mixing with uh philly's favorite i actually you know i went to your mixed cloud i I went through i actively listened to everything your playing style but I would say I'm probably not the guy. listen to when it came to radio because I was doing the things that, not to say there was anything wrong with them. It's just I'm, I don't know, I see things differently. Like I don't want to be doing what was done 20 years ago, 10 years ago. I, I, I feel like you know we as people, we can't be in group thought. Meaning, like if everybody thinks the same, we got to do this. I wanted to do something different. They just wasn't with
1: it. <laughs> I get it. I, I totally get it. I have my partner. My partner is hip hop. Craig Brower, DJ okay. Craig and them. He's all hip hop, gospel hip hop. Mm, nice. I do. I I also do Morgan, uh, Morgan State Radio okay. during the holidays. Now Morgan, if you listen to them, they're churchy, churchy. But I always bring my friends because I feel like it's enough pie for all of us to eat.
2: Right, right.
1: Enjoy some of this. And so every time I brought my boy, he will bang him heavy with that hip hop. And these people will call. um, Can you tell me why every song got to be hip hop? Can we hear some tie? Can we hear some tie? And I tell my boy, hey, throw some tie in there. He's like, I ain't playing no tie. I'm playing this new Lecrae. This new one takes you. I'm like, uh, all right, brother. I get it. I get it. And so sometimes I got to say, soul, and please forgive me talking in third person, but soul, they called you. They didn't call him. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Even though I want to help him. And he knew at some point, he knew, he said, soul, I'm done. I can't go in there with you anymore because I know these people want something that I'm not willing to give them. Yep. <laughs> right now, radio uh, is not, has not, especially gospel, have not progressed to the point yet. Now, are they getting there? Yes. But it's, you know, hip hop, gospel hip hop, been around for over 20 years. Yeah.
2: Yep. And it needs to be accepted more yeah. i feel like that's where the, where the waves at the energy if you're going to get the younger people but also with the right message that you know they can feel the beats they can feel the production the music is not putting them to sleep it's more mm-hmm. advanced but the yeah. message is good that's what we yeah. need to accept and i feel like the older people they just hear somebody rapping so they automatically think the message is bad and it's like come yeah. on yeah. <laughs> come yeah. on
1: yeah. oh
2: I got a big question for you, man. Uh, Speaking of right. events, man, I know you do weddings. I know you do private events. How do you handle, you know, requests, song requests? You know, how do you handle that?
1: I'm pretty easy when it comes down to requests. When they give it to me, if I can blend it in, I'm blending it right in. Okay, it doesn't bother me because I feel like I'm here for them. I'm here to I'm here to bless them, you know, and serve them. So if they give me requests, I'm hoping that once I play it, they get on the floor.
3: Right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, with the advancements of technology, mm-hmm. what's one thing that has changed everything for you when it comes to DJing with technology?
1: Man, I'm going to tell you, this 3.0 right now, that technology right now is a game changer. The nice. stems, the stems being able to take out a, I, I, I'm going to take out a Instrumental, take out an acapella, whatever. This that advancement right there, brother, is a game changer for me. Because now what will happen, I believe, is now DJ will become producers. Right. And and this is this is what we need. This is the DJ talents and all of them. And this is what we need. We need those advancements to take us to the next level where that like go back to the the jukebox and the hop on cannot do. You need a live DJ to be able to do those things. So.
2: So that's so true, man. And yes, stems, man. Taking taking over the DJ world right now, man. So so. all those DJs out there, definitely make sure you're getting down with the stems. All right. Now, (laughs) how can one stand out as a DJ? You know, give us some tips, especially for the beginner DJs, how they can grow. His or her brand, you know? How can these DJs elevate?
1: Um, I, I got to keep it 100 because someone kept it 100 with me. They call it tricks and gimmicks. I hate it. I hate it. Okay. Tricks and gimmicks because here's the thing that I do know, and I won't I won't lie to you. I won't sugarcoat it. Everybody pretty much have the same music. We all have that music. So what what stands out from you and me is probably a gimmick. Mm. I think for me was, I started early doing gospel that nobody was doing. And so right now the label for me is a gospel DJ, but I can do it all. But I'm labeled that because that was my niche. Let me use the word niche. So you gotta have a niche. Because everybody can get this music. Music is, is is easily available for any DJ to get. Um, maybe maybe my friends can help me out with with some of that of of what what should an up and coming DJ have to get them on? Like what should they have? I'm saying a niche.
2: What's in- up, brother? So yo, so you know, talk to me, man. We talking about tips for DJs out there to grow. His or sure. her brand, man. What, what are some of the best tips that has helped you grow your brand and, you know, some of the best tips you've seen other DJs grow their brand?
4: Well, for me, uh, primarily, I think you should be confident. You have to be confident, you know? And you got to, the primary thing, is you got to gauge the crowd. You got to know, you got to let the people know who you are and you're with them. But then take them somewhere remind them of something when you play certain songs oh i remember that when this came out i was doing this when this came out i was doing that so you could take them somewhere but then when you do that then you can introduce your blends but you don't want to lose them okay you want to be creative you know what i'm saying so that's what they're doing right now if you notice on the um uh social media platforms it can be a simple blend that's gone worldwide
2: yeah, facts. It's
4: worldwide now. So my thing is now that's the thing now. You know they took that slow song. Uh, what's that? Five in the morning, mm-hmm. and then they put a two-step beat to it. Baltimore and other DJs been doing. it. But that's the plug right now. Yeah. You know? So, you know, once you do that, the doors are open, man. The doors are open. So I say just be confident. And just, and, and don't be scared to do something different. As long as the people two step to it, you know, you're good to go, man.
2: That, no, that's facts, man. You, you definitely hit the nail on the coffin, man. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because so many DJs been blending for, for, forever and like, yeah. it's the wave on social media, but I'm just like, damn, I mean, I could think of like, even like my day, like I was born in 86, but I remember like Ron G and like, that was like the guy for me. And I'm just like, man, these cats... Man, if social media was around back then, man, these cats would be out of here, man, seriously. Seriously. Yeah. Yes.
4: Yeah.
1: And that's, that's another thing, using these platforms that you have. Now, I'm gonna be honest, sometimes these platforms bother me. <laughs> yeah. you know, watch other people doing something that I am like, hold up, I was just, oh, and, and that couldn't be me. What's going on? Then I start beating myself up again just mm-hmm. off what I just watched. And I'm like, I can't keep. So all of my events, I don't post. I don't post. Mm, okay. And you do a lot too, man. Like you
2: you do a lot, lot. Like a lot lot.
1: Thank you. I appreciate it, man. And, and I have a great team and a great a great community around me that helps me. Um, but uh, but a lot of my posts I don't do it because I feel like before social media, we were good. I was good. I didn't need it. And I'm like, why do I need it now? Because the world is on it. I'm still that guy, I believe. I still try to tell myself, you still that guy. And I tell Jeff, Jeff Majors that same thing. You were Jeff before someone met you. You'll be Jeff after they go. You're still Jeff Majors. So I say to myself, I'm DJ soul before all of this. And I'm gonna be DJ soul after this. So I don't need it. I don't need people to know that I'm doing this. They they don't it's not their party, that's fine. Now, if some of the clients are asking me to promote it, I will promote it. But if if they just call it for me just to DJ, I'm DJing. I'm not posting it. <laughs> I ain't trying to post it. It's fine. I ain't got to prove nothing to know anyone. I ain't got no, and I don't want nobody upset with their life. By looking at my life, I don't want nobody. Okay. I don't want nobody to see. Oh man, he doing this? He doing this? Why he doing this? I ain't doing this. he ain't really, I don't want nobody to think that. I want them to think I'm not working. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you want them to think you chilling, man. You yeah, laid back. You okay. ain't doing I'm it. I'm
1: okay with that. But just know, I'm letting you know, I have a team that's working night and day. To make sure, because this got to work for me. Mm. It's got to work. I lost. I, I I sacrificed my first fam, my first wife, for this. I did that. I messed it up because I chose to do this, and because my first wife didn't see the vision, I chose to still go my route and not put my family first. So I go all this stuff I sacrificed for this. It's got to work man.
2: If you're enjoying the content you're watching right now, and you want to learn how to level up at all your events and create vibes, well, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel right now. It better work. No, at, that that's that's what you just said. That's deep because it's so crazy, man. Uh, I I I, I, I could relate. Okay. My, mine's not with the with the wife situation. Mine's with the family situation. Like I'm Nigerian, so you know I'm supposed oh, to be yeah. a doctor and all this good stuff. And yes. uh go to medical school and be in school till I'm 35 sure. and all <laughs> so yes, I literally this this is this is what I love, this is what I know. And yeah, I felt essentially like I sacrificed the family I grew up with, basically, to pursue mm-hmm. and keep continuing to do what I love to do. Cause yeah, mm-hmm. no one saw the vision, no one believed in it. Even to this day, you Still. know, my parents, they don't even talk to me because I pursue mm-hmm. this, which is crazy but I know I'm happy with what I'm doing. And that's, that's dope that, you know, you pursued this, even though you did lose somebody, you lost a family, but you actually, you, you gained, you gained your happiness, your career, what you love doing, what you wake up and aspire to do. So sometimes we got to make those tough choices. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's what we really love or this, you know, so I, I think that's dope. And I, I commend you on that, man. a lot okay. of people can't make that decision. Yes yeah, sir. Thank you so much. You know? And then end up working a nine to five. They hate for the rest of the life because yeah, yeah. Now, <laughs> somebody I, didn't see their vision.
1: Now I gotta be honest. I do work a nine to five, which is not wrong with that. <laughs> but but it's still in the field. I teach exactly. math. I teach math through music using the DJ equipment. Oh, okay, we're
2: gonna, gonna so get it. We're gonna get into that. We okay. Go, okay. We, we, okay. Come on, okay. man. You okay. know we got the research going. We we gonna get into yes, that. Yes, sir. I gotta ask you. Been DJing for quite a long time. What do you love most about being a DJ?
3: I want to say
1: connecting with um, different all all genre of people, uh, multicultural people. Just just connecting with people is the best part of this DJing thing. And and I get to use. What I love music to connect with some of these people. I would have never met a lot of these people if it wasn't for the music and the DJing that I'm doing. So this is that's what I love. And and watching folks fall in love with what I'm doing. That does something to me. Watching people, oh my goodness, man! When you when you mix in, I already know when you mix in, you see all the people enjoy and they come yeah. over, and you killed it. It does something to you, you know, and it does something to me. So that's what I love, man. I I love to see people being blessed by what God has given me this year. It's you know I did God gave it to me.
2: That's absolutely, man.
1: Yeah, because before before all of this. All of this training, YouTube, university. I didn't have it. God mm-hmm. just gave it to me. And I just, I used what he gave me. And I, I wanted to bless the people with what he gave me. So I did not want to go back to the scripture, hide my talent. I wanted whatever God gave me, I used. Mm. So that's what I love, man. That I get to interact and I meet the people. Like DJ. Yes. And DJ, right now. DJ S4. I met them through this music, and I was playing music at a skating rink when I met her, and DJ Pink Vinyl, she says, I want a DJ, and then her husband, I know, I'm going back and forth. Uh-huh. Nah,
2: it's all good. Give me the story, man. Give me the story.
1: My husband, he was already a DJ. Mm. But she's like, I want to, I want to, I want to, I think I want to study under you first. That's okay.
3: what she said. Okay. But I,
1: he had it. He had it. He had the equipment. He had everything. But um, he he wasn't really into it at that moment. Wow. Wow. She was into it more than he was, and so she sat under me for, and not under me. Trust me, she had to get my my. I felt like what I had to do was. Just bring it out. She had to get. Let me bring it out. So I, I, gave, yeah, I gave them scenarios. I opened up my doors to the house. If they wanted to come in the house and DJ all night long, they could. Sometimes I fall asleep while they're doing it. Mm, okay. Yeah, Just because I love what they were doing and love watching what music was doing to them. And so this is what the best part of DJing. Me.
4: Yeah.
2: Nice. So speaking of... DJ education, training other people, which is what you do. You do it very well, man. Talk to me a little bit about that, man. How do you? So, you know, give me your guide. Give me your your school guide. How are you training? You know your students to be better DJs. What goes into the training? You know of your school, your your academy that you got started.
1: So, um, how our how our training is? I, it's it's all about Your your morals, your integrity, and I want to see those. If you got that, I can work with you. If you don't, if you can't understand beats and rhythm right now, that don't bother me. I want to see your character. So Mm -hmm. most of the people that are around me are good folks. You can count on them, and that's the people I want. I want so these even as I'm teaching in the school system, I teach them. some of them have to change the way they think and change their heart. And so I tried to embed that stuff in them first. So that way, when they read in crowds, they know how to read it right. Because reading the crowd right works, you know, works apart. part. Cause you can read the crowd and it be wrong. Wrong song, wrong time, wrong song. <laughs> that didn't work. You didn't read the crowd right. What was wrong with you? You know, and you know, sometimes I don't know. So that's how I gauge it first. I see how good these people are. Because most of the time, if I can't do an event, I will call a student or call a friend and say, hey, can you do this event? And if somebody coming in there, I want to be able to say, these guys are better than I am. And that's how I normally say it. I say, these guys are better than me. So I'm sending you the best. Yeah. Because I'm on radio, I know these guys are great. I listen. I, I put my money on, on these two guys next to me, and anybody else that have um, even took a little seed from. It. Because I, I want to say, like I said before, these guys already had the gift. All I did was plant my little seed, and whatever they were doing already, and it just enhanced. It enhance what they are, what they do. Um, now, going back to the school system, that program was started by a guy named DJ Five Star. That is okay. not my, a program of mine, that's a program of DJ Five Star, and he needed a guy to help him run it in the education system. Now, I'm gonna be honest with you, brother. Um, so, my homeboy says, Listen, I got a program. And, and we're in the alternative school. Now the school is for troubled youth. I think you know what alternative yep. is. is uh, a bang drug pushers, all of it. And they're asking me to teach math through the principle of using the DJ system.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, my first year of doing this was last year. Okay, it Worked so well. That the Montgomery County School System said, I need you to come back next year and do it again. And, and they said, um, just to, to kind of toot my horn. Um,
2: ah, toot your horn, brother. Toot it. Come
1: on. All right, we want it if we get DJ Soul back. We need DJ Soul to teach. But I had to tell the guy that brought me on that I need more teachers to help me because I'm just one guy. I cannot do this by myself. You know, but I want to change the world, brother. My I think my favorite cartoon was Pinky and the Brain.
2: Okay.
1: And Pinky, I think one of them said, What are we doing today? He said, We're taking over the world.
3: Bro, Yo, yep. <laughs> yep.
1: That's how I wake up. I, I'm taking over the world. And if it takes me using this music to do it, that's what I'll do. So I hope that answers your question.
2: No, you did and That's the right mentality to have. Now, give me your best mixing techniques or practices for a DJ.
1: My best mixing technique. Learn how to count. Mm. Counting is important. Yes. Um, some people use eight count. I use a four count to make it easy. Um, and always try to figure out what the one is and come in on the one. All right, find the one and come in on the one. Uh, what else? What else is a good bit? Learn, uh, I don't. I don't know what. I, I think that's that's pretty much. It.
2: That's a yeah. That's a, <laughs> I, I feel like that's the that's the big one right there. Because <laughs> you yeah. can't do that, then you 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 can't mix.
1: <laughs> you can't mix. Now, does everybody do that? No. Some people can drop a record, and they don't have to blend it. And blend, yeah. 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 And and that's something that you know. I guess yeah, it's important to your class. I'm a, I'm a believer in mixing and blending. I'm a I'm a believer in. Um, some people are believers in turntable and turntableism. Yeah. I'm I, I'm not a scratch DJ. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm learning it. Like I told you before, this this craft that we're in is all ever evolving and so I want to learn it all but but for me like for radio they don't require all of that some people yeah. don't understand the scratches as much scratching is for DJs pretty much and the regular listeners they don't, they don't care about that they do
3: care Facts.
1: if you mix in the one on the one
3: Yeah, that that's those
1: cool. songs coming in right so that's where I would say that, that's what I would say um, part of learning how to DJ and the, the basic what you should know how to count count those bars I say one to four and, and mix the song yes and understand BPM
3: yes
2: and for those beginner DJs that don't know what BPM means beats per minute yeah. y'all gotta understand that yeah so DJ soul Tell me about your best or your favorite DJ brands that you trust. Brands that you, you know you'll buy their gear no matter what.
1: Uh, you just make sure you tag them to it so I can get some. Of course,
2: of course.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so right now, right now, I live by this um, DDJ SRT. Mm. Yeah, so the Pine is, Pioneer yeah. so the Pine is right now for my controllers. Definitely a, a a plus for me. Now I have some friends that love tractor before, okay. but now I think they pioneers now. Both, both of y'all are pioneers. Right. So now my, my family are pioneers now. So pioneers definitely. Um Serato as my software. There are some yes. people that live by um what's the other one?
2: What virtual DJ? Virtual DJ,
1: yeah. Okay. Now virtual DJ had started to stem first. Yeah. They started the stems and I tried it. I downloaded Virtual DJ and tried it and I was, I could not get into it. I apologize Virtual DJ, I just couldn't <laughs> go from Toronto to Virtual DJ. Yeah. I think I needed a, a YouTube university on it and I didn't <laughs> have time to learn it, so I just went back to Toronto, which I love. Um, um, As far as sound, sound varies for me. Because my boy boss brings out the JBLs, I like JBL, but the QSCs, right? Yeah,
3: QSC,
1: definitely, definitely a plus. Yeah, um, I definitely need bottom subs. Okay. Um, JBLs on my sub, JBLs again, JBLs on my sub. Shaw Mikes,
3: okay. yes. yeah,
1: yeah. I've had troubles with the Sennheisers because they get my they get. Um, feedback from other things. One day I was no. doing, a, I was doing an event, and I was hearing the baseball game coming through my speaker. Hey, oh and,
3: man! Uh, we'll man. <laughs> these
1: the setting, the setting to go to a setting that wasn't picking up the baseball game, but no. I never had that with my show of mics. Okay. Um, yeah, and I, I believe that's it. That's all I can, you know. Now nowadays I'm bringing out the bells and whistles like the lights,
3: okay,
1: the because folks want the giving. That's true. All you had to do was show up with your turntables and you were the guy. You were the attraction. But now they need the lights. They need the fog. They need whatever you bring it. They need it.
2: Yeah, that's so crazy, man. That's facts. I didn't didn't start with the whole lighting and the fog machine. I want to say to maybe like 2016, 2017. I was super late. But when Mm -hmm. I was talking to other DJs, they would look at me, like from where I'm at, they're like, are you crazy? You don't bring lights to you. I'm like, if they're not asking for it or paying for it, I'm not bringing it. But I started realizing all the, I, I know DJs that even if the client didn't ask for it, they weren't getting paid for the, the add on, they were bringing it to every event. And I'm not going to lie. Their events looked really good, but I was just like, man, if you're not paying me for it, I'm not going to bring it. But now I kind of like, you know, that's that's my extra package. But, you know, mm-hmm. I kind of, you know, I'll just throw it in there like, yo, you got to get these lights. We got to, you know, get this atmosphere going. But, yeah, yeah. It, it was different. It was, yeah, different. it was different. You didn't need all that. Like, to yeah. me, I don't I don't feel a need. Like, I'm not going to dance because you have lights. Like, yeah. that's not going to make me dance. Yeah. But, you know, us Something, these things yeah. are different. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, there we are. It's totally different. I can tell you how different we are. When I first started, I never talked on the mic. I'm,
2: okay.
1: Even though people say you got the voice, I never talk on the mic. I let my music talk for me. Sounds like me. yeah <laughs> I was. I let the music talk for me. But nowadays they need a hype person to hype them up, and I'm not the guy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> uh huh. I don't even know what to say.
2: It's crazy. You got you got to tell it, it, it. I always say this too. Like I, I feel it's so crazy that you got to actually as a dj slash mc like people don't know how to have fun like you actually literally have to direct them how to have fun to put their hand like they don't know what to do in any type of song moment or film. like they don't know how to act it's like you literally have to tell them how to react which i feel is crazy but it is dope though to have that crowd control yes, I, I feel like that's that's very dope but yes, in my mind i'm like this is like even when I was like heavily in in the parties, and you know, I I went to parties even back then where you know Flex was DJing, Kid Capri. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed the music. I didn't, and they talk a lot, but yeah. they're it, talking did hype me up, but that didn't make me like, oh, they're the. If they didn't talk, I still was gonna have a good time regardless because the music was so good and what they were hitting me with. I'm like, damn, I remember this record, you know. So that's,
1: that's, that's crazy. Right. You on it? You on it?
2: what does a praise party with DJ soul look like?
1: Praise party with DJ soul looks like, <laughs> and uh, I guess a, a, a regular, a regular <laughs> just like a regular party. Like, uh, yeah, it's like, it's like an urban party with me. You get, yeah, man. You're going to think you were in a club with me. Mm, okay. That's how I'm, I'm currently. That's yeah. So it, now, because I can read the crowd, I know when to throw my worship on. And um, I changed my slogan to Soul Experience. Because okay. what happened is, um, one day I was doing a party and I read it and I played this song on. I put this song on and had the crowd just crying and weeping and on the floor. And they were like, they stopped dancing and started worshiping. And my homeboy was like, mm. that's the experience. And I was like, oh. I said, okay. So, It is a difference because I don't think I'm gonna have that in my regular, like at a regular club. I'm not gonna have people crying. (laughs) Hey, that will be the day.
2: You may not. You you may though.
1: You never know. Yeah, the that will be the day. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. But but for right now, with my praise parties, yeah, it's it's an experience, and um, it's it's the lights, it's the cameras, it's it's. You know, it's the people dancing, people enjoying themselves, and if they're not, I'll get out there. And I'm now an, a Zoom instructor, and I'm teaching folks how to do this. Nah,
2: yeah. facts, man. So, give me your top five gospel artists of all time, and also currently. Woo. So, top five all time, and then your top five right now that you're listening to. Top five that you gotta play, that you love to play.
1: Mm-hmm. And you said gospel, right? Correct. Yep. All right. So my top five gospel all time. It would be Mary, 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 Kurt Franklin, Winans,
2: okay,
1: the, um, Clark Sisters, okay, and one more, one more that I have. Old school, old school was old classic.
2: Fred Hammond.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a, can I, all right, Fred, I, I love you brother. <laughs> I don't play a lot of Fred, man.
2: Mm, okay, okay, and, I, and, and, I respect and, that.
1: And when I, and when I when I play it at clubs, yeah. for me, and I put beats behind it. it
3: okay. It,
1: it, yeah, and I thought, I'm thinking I'm using the ones, like the Glory to Glory, or uh, what, the blessed. Bless, bless. So I'm trying mm-hmm. to use the song that I know people know. And it's and not, I, it, yeah, not taking off. It, it's not, yeah, it's not doing it. So it's not one of my, this is my go to. So my go to, Norman Hutchins. So okay. that's the old, old school. So Murray, Murray, mm-hmm. Kurt Franklin, Norman Hutchins, Winans um, and The Clark Sisters.
2: All right, bet. Give me your current top five. Who are you listening top to? Top Who are you rocking five. with now?
1: Oh, um, Jordan, 1K Feud. Mm,
2: nice. Uh, TL.
1: Hold on, man. Don't, man, you got me. Man, you really got me. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: don't got a top five? You can give me a top three.
1: No, no, no. I still, no. yeah. I still, yeah, because I still, I still rock Kirk. So I still rock Kirk. I still rock Mary. Um... Man, but I got but hold on. I ain't gonna lie. It's it's my um Molly music. Yeah, Molly music. Definitely yeah. no, Jonathan Remmel. I I, I now, now that they see that's why I got this. they they help me out. So Jonathan Reynolds, <laughs> Molly music. They yeah, they definitely on it. Doe Doge, she's ridiculous. Even though her stuff, she's ridiculous. I love Doe. Um, I know that's more than five, but I think I got one more. My my Instagram folks, I ain't stressing the day. I ain't stressing the day. What's his name?
3: What's
1: what's
2: his name? Solace.
1: Solace. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's an Instagram. He got an Instagram song out. And it may not be, it's inspirational, but that's, man, I play it for my kid. So, there's there's my list on that.
2: All right, dope, man. See, DJs, man. Yeah, if y'all ain't got these uh current five top gospel artists, y'all ain't rocking with them, y'all need y'all need to check them out. All right. And I, I see that I see you a vegan, man. And that's dope because yes. I'm vegan myself. I mean, okay. I feel like you should just change your name to vegan soul, but I'm yeah, somebody got that name
1: already.
2: Somebody got that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But speaking of vegan, speaking of DJing, speaking of health, I mean, we just saw what happened with uh DJ Twitch out mm-hmm. there with health depression and, and a lot of I feel like a lot of DJs are not really talking about this because you know we go through it we were just talking about that earlier That's you know but there there are pressures out there when it comes to playing this music when it comes to getting in front of the, front of these crowds stages I mean some people you DJ even have anxiety but mm-hmm. talk to me about like what are you what are you doing to stay healthy as a DJ. So what I do is I
1: find my community. So I find my community I gotta have people around me, man, and these people keep me solid, solid, and 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 I'm gonna just flip the camera to plant based, and and my friends are all plant based. Nice. So if they understand me? They come to the plant based place, and we have a meal together, and so these this thing keeps me level, keeps me keep me from losing my mind. Cause we talk. I, we just said. It. I just told you. I get. I get depressed. I. I feel like I. This ain't it for me no more. I think I lost my spot. and and I felt like I feel like I've come too far, and and I haven't received everything that I believe God promised me, but I'm I'm at a place where I'm like, I'm depressed. I need my friends. And so I moved from them. I'm probably about an hour, in, uh, probably about an hour away from them now. Okay. So I, I come back here and let them know, hey, I'm in your town. Come see me. Because I don't want to yeah. lose it. Yeah, I don't want to lose it. And I don't want any of my friends to lose it. So anytime they need me, I want to be there for them. So this is what you do. You find a good, solid community that will hold you accountable, pray with you. You know, give you some real, keep it real, and um, lift you up when you die. So that's, that's, what cool,
3: that's
2: all facts. All right, DJ, so you ready to play this game? It's called This or That, where you oh. have to choose either A or B.
1: Hold on, hold on. Now, you you did your research. You know I had a stroke. I had all this stuff, brother. So if my brain ain't operating all the way correctly, because of that all right all right i'm ready my brother,
2: yes. my brother it's all it's all good man and i'm i'm glad you're recovering too as well man because your health is serious man we gotta we gotta start taking care of ourselves a lot of people think it's it's a it's a joke you could be here today going tomorrow you know Yes,
1: sir. yes sir all right i'm
2: ready all right let's get into this or that with dj soul all right christian hip-hop or gospel r&b that's for RB. Okay. Yolanda Adams or Kirk Franklin? Kirk Franklin. Okay. DJing live on TV or DJing on the
1: radio. DJ Live on TV.
2: Mmm. I like that. Jonathan Reynolds, your world or Ty Tribbett, New. Which song you like better?
1: Oh, that was a tough one, brother. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. I like them both. I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 I like that. But I can't choose. I can't this or that. They both are this. They both, are both. both this. records
2: are hitting, man. Right yes, now, like yes, sir. All right,
1: oh. DJing or
2: producing?
1: Oh, man, producing right now.
2: What's next for DJ Soul?
1: What's next for DJ Soul? Like you just said, man. I'm I'm going for television. I'm I'm going for more more. Uh, well, let me just say that's my wants. Whatever God has for me is what it is. But what if you ask me what I would like to have is the television, is is more radio, um, um, the, the the production. I have to move towards production. I, um I started a business and I need to see this business grow because I have a family and I want to make sure that if God calls me home that they're good, you know, because there, there are no benefit package <laughs> for DJ.
2: That That's true.
1: You know, that's we got to take care of our ears and eyes and all that on the, on the money that we asked for to do this stuff. And so after all this health scare that I've had, man, it's important that I take care of everything that I need to take care of before God says, all right, so that's it. We've done enough. And I want to make sure that my children and my wife are good.
3: Yeah.
1: So that's next for DJ Soul.
3: Nah,
2: much respect, man. Now, how can people get in contact with DJ Soul? People that want to book you, hear you spin on the radio, come to your events. How can they get in contact with you and stay connected? Well,
1: I would say the best way to go is www.djsoul73.com or all social media, DJ Soul 7 3. So everything's DJ Soul 7 3.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, y'all heard that. Y'all can get in contact with DJ Soul. Stay connected. All you got to do, DJ Soul 7 3. DJ Soul, my brother. Ladies yes. and gents, that was another episode of We Create the Vibes. Today's special guest was Praise 104.1 and Magic 102.1's very own. DJ Soul.